Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Two Chunks in a Hunk, a movie podcast where we give pumps and dumps. Welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders, and this week, I'm your hunk. I'm Doge, and I'm what you call an ice-cold can of whoop chunk. (laughs) And I'm Carter, and you know what? You're right. This is your chunk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, very good. Hey, Jordan. Yeah. Why are you (laughs) it? I was doing a link from Zelda in person. <laughs> Cut the grass. Find the rupees. Why are you it? Um, I am it because last night, mm-hmm. while we cowered in fear playing yeah. Alien Isolation, finally. During boy time. During boy time. Um, I was the one. Dude, thank you for taking you were. that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it welcome. would not have been watchable. I no. am I am I would have closed my eyes and just, <laughs> just pressed sprinted. hard on the joystick. <laughs> I am uh shooting very shooting bad a gun at scary games into the air. Because of how scared I get. So the fact that I was able to play it at all is magic. We are thankful for mm. your sacrifice. We we really do I appreciate have, it. I'll tell you now, I've had enough of lockers. Yeah. Enough, yeah. Enough of random conveyor belts. Yeah. And now we fully understand the terror. <laughs> the terror of the xenomorph. It was, yeah, it realistic was enough. It, was it, so it scary. definitely feels dated sure. in some graphics, but they did environment really well. They did. They yes. do environment really well. And it, it felt real alien. We're like talking about felt, Alien Isolation. I don't know if we've said that. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah game. the game Alien the game Isolation. Alien isolation. Uh, I think I said it, but I don't Way remember. too many vents. We played it last night at our company retreat. Yeah. Our company retreat. It was our company retreat. <laughs> it was. Affectionately it cost as how much, however hey, much you guys, three full bags of chips Do you guys cost. keep your receipts? Four full bags. Do you keep the receipts? For reimbursement? <laughs> yeah, send those over to HR. Okay, I ate do. an entire bag of the uh, Chili Verde Doritos. Man. And I can't do that anymore, is what I've learned. <laughs> I'm not allowed to do that anymore. We saw the movie we're about to talk about at Alamo Draft House last night. And wow, I wow. love it. If you've been there, you know that they serve their popcorn in what is likely an old hubcap. It's so much popcorn. <laughs> I, My wife and I ate that entire hubcap of popcorn. And Did then, you do the truffle popcorn? Oh, oh you know so we did the truffle popcorn, but I, and I felt like I needed to take a shower afterwards. Yep. Um, but then I got home and sucked down a whole bag of jalapeno ranch ruffles like a Hoover vacuum Whoa. cleaner. It's a bad time, gastrointestinally speaking, today. Yeah. I'm having a, a semi-bad time. I was just a half bag of uh, all-dressed. All-dressed ruffles. Which I mm. highly recommend, the all-dressed ruffles. That may be the best recommendation we could make as a podcast. Is yeah. those all-dressed ruffles. They are delicious. They're very it's good. Canada's I enjoyed, best kept secret. I enjoyed fully my Doritos experience. Of course uh, While I was eating them. Yes. <laughs> and then this morning, <laughs> not so much. Yeah. <laughs> well... I'm sure, as you know, if you're listening, this week we are, of course, talking about an incredible movie. A film that defies all logic. Oh, yeah. That is fair. There is <laughs> no reason for this to exist. And yet I am so glad that we live in a world in which it does. Yep. The movie we're talking about, of course, is... Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. But you know what we're going to need before we get into this movie? I Tell have me. a really good idea. We're going to have to take a pit stop. And get our tires changed, our gas <laughs> juiced up, <laughs> our oil greased, <laughs> our hood opened up, closed back. Our, our banjo tuned. Banjo tuned because we are going to Jordan's car 
corner. Because of how big of an episode this is right now. Welcome to Jordan's Park Corner, Jordan Center, Kyrie Queer's questions. I have a question. Okay, I have an answer because I'm Jordan and I know things. And you know cars. A car That's boy. for sure. It was it was a treat to sit by you during this movie. Well, you know, I and got I that could knowledge. Just hear the gears turning. I saw you. It's like when a drummer goes to a concert on the air drum. You were <laughs> air driving. I was. And it was well, amazing. I was air fixing mostly. Air mechanicking. Yeah. I'll say I I am. It's more than assumption. It's just a gut feeling. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That you're going to know everything about what I'm about to ask you. Sure. Please give me a Spark Notes version. Okay. But as the Fast and Furious series often does, I was introduced to something that I had never known about. Rich histories. I want to know a little bit of how the island of Samoa became so mechanically inclined in terms of like chop shops and knowing a lot about cars and downhill juice or moonshine, as they would call it. Can you tell me, like, uh, like the ancient history even? I'd, I'd love to know the very beginning of the Samoan discovery of cars. Sure, yeah. So, it's a great question. I'm glad you brought that up because I think a lot of people really want to know this. Yeah. So, thank you for laying this down in my lap. It's really so simple. Um, what a lot of people don't know about islands. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, they, they're, you know, they're on the water, mm-hmm. uh, surrounded sure. on all sides. Yeah. That's... That's sure. why they're an island. Yep, and um, so they're not called an IC. Sure, yeah, and 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 island living, you know, island time. It's yeah. all it's all different. It's all kind of relaxed. Uh, I mean, think Jimmy Buffett, think open yeah. top shirt, that kind of vibe. Yeah. You know, you're you're Alcatraz. just kind of hanging out. I'm I'm David. right. Alcatraz, very yeah, similar, exactly. Um, and so what what a lot of people don't know if they're not experienced in this is that uh, on the shore of islands, a lot of the times. Cars will just sort of wash up. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Uh, yeah, I know. It's it's uh, again, people don't know this, and it's sort of like a hermit crab type situation. Some uh. some larger fish will try and make their home in it, and it's not going to work, and they end up sort of migrating and not sinking, which is pretty great. And then, um, you know, that that seems like to me the sort of situation where maybe some some muscle cars and some VW bugs, maybe some vans pulled in, and then yeah. before you know it, well, that makes everything. Yeah, maybe that's. Is that kind of not the? I'm, I'm not trying to steal any of your spotlight. Yeah, please here, don't. But it's just an assumption with just how magical the whole scenes were from this. Anyways, is that kind of like the birth of rustic? Like cars looking older? I mean, I get age does that. Yeah, it's but a lot water, of them I did think. seem yeah very worn from the from the great blue sea. <laughs> that great blue adventure the great these cars blue have been sea. on. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think a lot of that is, uh, you know, a style choice. It's very Chip and Joanna of them to go with sort of the rusted out rust. There was look a lot of ship lap on yeah. that truck, I remember. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I think it, I think it's sort of a, an HGTV style move. That was that's that's probably my favorite thing about this movie is how just Magnolia Market it was. <laughs> just the most Magnolia Market movie, I think. To the and- side, if you want to come to Carter's Carter's history cor- corner, I'm not gonna. I'm sorry. There is you. You're the only one with a corner. I am. Yeah, yeah. I, I do apologize. have a corner. I apologize for that. Carter's history rotunda. Did you know <laughs> that Magnolia has had almost as many visitors this year as the Alamo? <laughs> I believe it 100. percent Because they had to do research for this movie. Yeah, that's the big thing. Is you I mean, know yeah. they had to figure out from Magnolia how to properly age their vehicle. From Chip, <laughs> Chip was like, guys, I told you how to chalk paint this car, and they weren't doing it. Yeah, I kind of had to circle back and really pump up the heat. <laughs> well, that was enlightening. Yeah. Well. And I thank you for that. And I know that there was much more that you could have said. Sure. I wanted to keep it short. Hey, don't we usually talk about movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, Josh. Hey. You got something for me? I do. Would you drop the synop, Ooh, yeah. make it plop? And now I, Doge, present... Two Chunks and a Hunk presents the synopsis for Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> Lawman Luke Hobbs and outcast Deckard Shaw, yep. which is not the word I would have chosen to describe him, form an unlikely alliance when a cybergenetically enhanced villain threatens the future of humanity. Yep. Who wrote this? It actually does not say. Uh, I think much like a... Mr. Nobody, then. Much like a Simone car. This is a, a gift from the great blue beyond that has just washed into the shore of our podcast. Love that. I really love that. Well, I guess we should start talking about it, then. Let's do it. Let's do it. Feels like maybe the only responsible thing to do here. 
Yep. Responsible. So this movie opens pretty intensely. MI6. We've got, I honestly, I don't actually know the girl's name. Hattie Shaw. Hattie. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. I, yep. I feel yep. like yep. every yep. time they said it, I was like, what is the name what? that they're saying right saying? now? Yeah. Hattie Shaw, um, played by the girl who plays basically the same character in Mission Impossible Fallout, uh, is part of a strike team yep. that is stealing a virus to yep. protect it. Snowflake. The virus is called Snowflake. Yep. And uh, we get introduced to her, and we are introduced to Brixton, right? Yep. Which is Idris Elba's cybernetically, cybergenetically, excuse me. Gosh. Cybergenetically enhanced human organism. We should say right now, if if you're somebody who doesn't want to be spoiled for this movie, don't, we're going to spoil it. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna spoiler do alert. It. I mean, I mean we're talking a, about it's a new movie. movie. It came out last weekend. We're gonna we're gonna do that. Sure, fair um, enough. I think it's appropriate for me to quickly and furiously super pump. Whoa, okay, okay. Brixton okay. is my super pump. Okay, Idris yeah. Ilba as Brixton uh, was phenomenal in a this kind of franchise phenomenal way. He was everything that I wanted. Brixton is. The tangible representation of, I mean, it's like the penultimate decision that we can do anything we want in this universe now. We can absolutely do right. anything we want in this he universe. He represents how ridiculous we've gotten. He's resurrected fire. from the dead. Right. He was a dead person. Right. That has become like a cyborg. Black it's Superman. It's, it is truly wild. This is, is one, of, this has the feel of, of one of those movies that was not written as a Hobbs and Shaw movie. This feels like a buddy spy movie. Right. That then they were like, Universal was like, man, we should buy that. Yeah. And put two of our three bald boys in it. Well, and yeah, with with Idris Ilba, he is such a good... Because we've talked before about in the Fast and Furious franchise, they haven't done villains really well often. True, right? yeah. Because the only usually, good one's been Shaw. Right. The only good one has been Shaw, and it's also been kind of this, uh, where I think we're both protagonists, but we're against each other. Right. Yeah. Kind of thing for the longest time. But this was a legitimate threat. He was up there with like Charlize Theron, and she was just a threat because she was like, knew everything and really smart and had a nuclear sub. That's a real threat, though. Let's hey, not m- mitigate I did, that threat. I did realize last night, sitting in the movie, like when they did the, the like catch everybody up on Hobbs and Shaw thing that I don't remember what happened in like any of the Fast and Furious movies. Kind, kind, like, of, a, kind of like a good bachelor party. Exactly. <laughs> it all <laughs> runs together into one blur of Fast and Furious. Yeah. And it's just like <laughs> from four through, what is it, eight? There's four movies that virtually every scene is interchangeable with every other scene. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, well, mind. there's the nuclear sub and there's which missiles. One was and there's a missile. And then one time there's a plane that caught They've on fire. The, they and jump out of the building There was Dubai. a fight in a prison. The, yes. Yeah, I cannot remember. <laughs> I know. Yep. But I, I will say too, so when I was looking in the trivia section of IMDb to see if there was like, this movie was originally written as like a James Bond movie or, or whatever. And I didn't find that, but I did find somebody that their trivia they contribute is Tyrese Gibson cried on social media about not being cast in this film. (laughs) I saw that too. He was real sad about it. I did not know about how much this kind of added a rift to the family that is the Fast and Furious series because it was something that production was just talking about with how, um, how much charisma was when anytime that The Rock, anytime that Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham shared this scenes, they kind of, air quotes, green-lighted it during one of the first movies those two were in together. Mm-hmm. And then Vin Diesel got word of it and was actually pretty upset about it and Michelle Rodriguez. So honestly, guys, I think there's camps in yeah. the Fast and Furious world. Oh my gosh. To where it's like Vin and Michelle are on this side. Team Vinchelle. Team Vinchelle. And then we've got Team Dwayne the Jason Johnson. Team J. John. Team J. John. See, sure. You're so Vinchel, into, you, team Vinchel, you're, you're team up to date on your pop culture. Uh, but we have these two teams because they wanted to go do their own thing. And then Vin Diesel was like, no, we're family. You can't do stuff like that. And But legitimate <laughs> stuff happened on Fate of the Furious to where he, so he's a he's one of the executive producers of the Fast and Furious franchise Vin, right now. Vin is? Yes. Vin cut some of Dwayne The Rock Johnson's scenes. No way. What? Yes. He cut some of his scenes from Fate of the Furious 
because he's mad about this? Because he was mad about it. And Vin did not even show up for one of the last scenes. And it cost the filmmakers so much money because hundreds of production staff were there. And Vin did not even show up because he was so upset about the fact that they were talking about how, why don't we do another different franchise with these two guys? That's real. How crazy is that? This is so juicy. It's to the point to where Dwayne Johnson has even now said, The Rock has said, I am not going to be in nine. I don't want to I be a part. I was saying that on the way here this morning. I think that we're probably looking at a, a split and they're keeping these guys for all their spy and type movies. And he and said he'd be willing to come back to 10 because I, they're not ever going to stop making <laughs> real movies. Until we die. Yeah. I mean, one of the previews we saw before this movie was Sylvester Stallone coming back and doing another Rambo. It's, it's just Rambo Logan. Yeah. I mean, yes. It's, oh, that's that such a good way to put it. I thought I had felt that vibe before. Rambogan, that's exactly. Ram, Rambogan. Rambogan. It's Lambo. Uh, but yeah, there's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lambo Kill Rizian. Nice. Thanks. Dang. Yeah, I could have done it without you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there is some drama there. That's wild. That is wild. It is wild. And this to does me. have a different vibe. It has a lot of the same ingredients, but the filming of this movie feels a little different to me. It was it different. Is totally different. Yeah. There, yeah. there weren't enough cars. I'm going to say that right now. There wow. weren't because I there think it's not cars. about. Because this one's not about cars. As much. This That's one's fine. about the two bald boys being spies. You're right. But I wanted more cars. Yeah. so I did want more cars. Um, it's really fun. They do a fun. Uh, we saw it in a completely different movie, 500 Days of Summer. But we get like a cut scene <laughs> of like their separate days. Like how these two. I will say we saw this specific cut scene animation in the opening credits of Parks and Rec. This looks exactly like look those like, opening credits yes, of Parks and Rec. I, I'm pretty sure that's an After Effects bang, template bang, that you can yes, buy for twenty five dollars. Yes. Bang, so bang, I guess bang, before we bang. get, we have to give them a reason to why these two have been called together, like the best in the world, to come save Hattie. So Hattie Shaw has taken the the she virus. She put the virus into her body. Yep. So that it couldn't be taken and used by Brixton. Yep. Who, by the way, Brixton, it was almost my super pump just because of how wild it is. He has a pet motorcycle. Basically, like it felt like the magic carpet. That yeah. motorcycle is the coolest thing I've ever seen it, in a movie. It like transforms, and at one point, it it like comes and gets him, squishes together to get him through a truck. Wild. I mean, it's it, it's just dumb, Wild. and I love it so. He much. He stops bullets with his hands. In he does this, in he this does first scene. Then. I, I think was, they address that that's his suit, though. I, either way, either way, like, I'm down. That's, and uh, then he punches in a door. He does a, do that. A, a okay. Armored truck. So there's a fair amount of of shark jumping in this, right? Like I think that the, well, that's if, what Fast and Furious the, yeah, is. Fast and Furious is, is a jump. I'm going somewhere jump. with that. Okay, it jumps the shark, but it does the sweetest kickflip I have ever seen <laughs> yeah. over the shark, and so I don't really care that it right. jumps the shark. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. Well, and it, exactly. it, it sort of feels like they they went off the ramp, and then they were like, "Oh, but surprise! The shark tank is." a thousand miles long and we're still yeah. in the air. Yeah. Like they've never actually landed the they're, jump. They're in the air and they're like, how many sharks can you put under me? They're doing, <laughs> they're doing the Tony Hawk thing where you like glitch it out and just do a thousand kickflips to raise yeah. the thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And the sharks are made of stainless steel. Right, yeah. Um. <laughs> so another thing about Brixton because I love him so much and he's my super pump. So he does, he, he had refused to say that he was the black James Bond. That's what they were going to call him. Oh, really? But this was around the times of the rumors that Idris Elba was actually going to be James Blonde. Uh, James yeah. Blonde. James Blonde. Different show. He's Surprise, like, it's he's Frank like, Ocean. You're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> You're beautiful. Like James oh Bond. Anyway. Um, but uh, he were, he actually refused to do that. Like he did not want to be James Bond. Um, and so he said- I wanted to be, I wanted James, to be Bond. James Bond. I did too. So he said- uh, Black Superman, which I think is actually more appropriate. It is, yeah, because he does more, more Superman-like things than James Bond. So, did you guys notice? Speaking of James Bond, we we retcon Deckard Shaw pretty significantly in this big time, big time to a former MI6 agent. That's like never been his thing. No. He was yeah. he was like ex special forces, but now they're going full on this. This boy was Bald Bond, basically. Yeah, yeah, which makes sense for why he's just gonna kiss a random girl later. Yeah, too. I guess so. It's a little bondy there. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah. she got you box office ball money, though. So you she can't be did. too bummed well, she's in this movie. To, we'll talk about that in this movie about box office ball. <sighs> wow. But I guess, I mean, that's part of the recruiting process for both of yeah. these guys. Yeah, let's go. There. I did love, I pump on uh, the scenes of them 
their separate mornings waking Fighting up. Fighting in the same way too? Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. They're different fights and the things that they're saying to the people that they're trying to get information from. It's like from. identical. Oh, it's so good. <sighs> it's just so good. So why were they fighting those guys? Did they get tips to go to go fight those guys? Yeah, I think I think that is just they like the the rock Hobbs got like a hey, there's something sketchy going on here, and then Shaw got hey, there's something sketchy going. on. It's just showing so, that they, so they're full on just vigilantes right now. Their bat phone rang, and they're like, hey, some right. shady stuff's it, happening. But I think it's establishing yeah. for us that they respond to those calls when they get them, so that when they get the one about Hattie, they go for it. I I enjoyed this movie. Hear me say that. What is happening? That is such a wild way to introduce yeah. this element. No, I, I mean, I hear you completely. Let's get to the recruiting process. Yeah. So we have. Maybe my favorite surprise of the whole entire movie, which is that my boy Ryan Reynolds from my box office ball team and also from other movies too, is in this movie in a big way. You would have been tanked if you did not make this money. I mean, <laughs> at this point, this is this movie and Star Wars are the big ones that I was like, man, I wish I could have got those. I'm really banking on Tom Hanks showing up somehow in Don't Star you have Wars. Oscar Isaac? Nine. Nope, I Jordan do. does. Oh. So I don't get Star Wars money unless unless Ryan Reynolds is playing basically Deadpool in that too. Wow. I'm and going to lose box office ball. I so. realize a lot of our listeners are um, like subscribed and have heard most of our episodes. Real quick, box office ball is a draft we did at the beginning of the season, which feels like forever ago. Yeah. Beginning of the year, which feels like forever ago and also not too long ago. Right. We were just talking about how time flies when you put it in series. Time yeah. flies. Time flies um, in a flat circle. Flat circle. That's but, for that's for the Instagram shout out I got about my Matthew McConaughey voice. Oh, I said it's very good. It is very good. It is very good. Um, but box office ball, we drafted four actors, and any money that the movies they were in makes goes to our pot that we make all that money. And so, um, so currently, the- Doge is in second, Jordan's in third. They don't have a big gap between them, but I have Samuel L. Jackson. Which means I have all the money that movies have ever made. Yeah, <laughs> this I think year. he's been in every movie this year. <laughs> he really has. I'm honestly surprised he did not pop up. I here. was just about to say that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I honestly am too now. Um. But yeah. So we knew Doge was not gonna. We knew quotes Doge was not gonna get any money from this movie, and Ryan Reynolds shows up. Just it pops is, up. Feels more like a cameo, does it not? Does it feel like he was a little bit in this more than we would have even expected? Like, outside of him, not we didn't think he would exist at all. Yeah, so well, there's is, another cameo later with Kevin Hart that felt like a cameo. Right. This one felt like he was a character. This is the same director as Deadpool 2, is it not? Yes. Tim Miller? No, he did Deadpool 1. Oh. But this he is, did Deadpool 2 as, as well. Deadpool 2 as well. This is the same director as Deadpool 2. Guy was also a producer on John Wick. So, so he makes about, a lot of sense. Knows about fighting. Knows about fighting. Um, I would and say, Ryan Reynolds being funny. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because we get it early on and we get it a lot in this movie. My favorite fighter, like seeing them fight, I think I enjoy watching Jason Statham fight more than The Rock. I think I agree with you. No. No. You're the other way. I'm a rock boy. Okay. 100%. Uh, I, I, think, I think Jason Statham is more fun to watch. He does more. Really creative. The Rock just punches creative. Stuff, which I love. I know. I love it. Which I love. But I feel like Jason Statham looks like a guy who is trained in like martial arts. He's a little he bit is. Of, yeah, I know. And, yeah. And, but The Rock just looks like a guy who's good at punching things. True. So here's some, some inside the podcast studio. I'm wearing shorts as we record this and I'm looking down at my legs and realizing they are smaller in circumference than The Rock's arms. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. He He's huge. This, this, I don't know if this is the biggest I've ever seen him, but it's close. I think it's close to the biggest he's ever been. I'm a big <laughs> follower Yes, of you the are. rock, and he has made comments, and I have seen him in that in that iron jungle, uh, getting after in it. that iron jungle <laughs> almost every day. Um, he's ripped. He wanted to be the most cut he's ever been. Like the last time he he got he, he was this intense was when he was in Hercules, and he played oh, Hercules. Whoa, forgot about that. Yeah. Um, and so he wanted to make sure. But this dude is more. He's over forty years old. He's fifty two. No, Statham's fifty two. Rock I didn't know for- Statham's 52. The Rock is 49. 49. Dwayne Johnson is almost 50 years old and he looks like that. I yeah. know. Yep. He doesn't even have like old man muscles sagging. I no. know. What is going on? <sighs> he's actually cybernetic. He's yeah. hyper he's cybergenetically enhanced, I think. Dump that Idris Ilba wears a shirt the whole time, though. Uh, I wanted at him one to- point he's got it off. Yeah, whenever they're doing surgery on his back. That's true. So never mind. <laughs> No, dump. There wasn't enough. <laughs> I need more. I need more. 
Ryan Reynolds shirts on the whole time. That's a travesty. <laughs> so uh, I want to talk a little bit about. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about Hattie as a character. Yeah. Um, super pump. Super pump. The super big one. Pump. Okay. I liked her. She is, I think, potentially, besides Michelle Rodriguez, the coolest, like, lady character we've gotten in Fast and Furious. Yes. I feel like she was objectified the least. Very much of, so. Of, like, a yeah. lot of the Even with what she's characters. wearing. Right. Yeah. She just regular clothes. She dresses for the job yeah. she has. Normal clothes. <laughs> she was a really cool fighter. Like, she was very spidery. Very, yep. like, climbing all over and flipping yep. and stuff. I liked it. Um, watching her do her, like, parkour runaways was fun. But I thought... Even more than that, like, just in the idea of character, the, the courage to say, I'm going to infect myself with this virus to keep it away from people yeah, is really, really compelling. Yes. Um, and she, I mean, she is the crux of this story. Mm-hmm. And I think she carried it really well. I do too. She I, kind of is the MacGuffin, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes. And also chasing the MacGuffin. Like, yeah. she's an interesting character, but I, I hope she sticks around in the Fast and Furious franchise one way or another. I, feel like she See, will. I don't think she will. I think we're I think this is where it splits. And like we now have a Hobbs and well, Shaw but I'm franchise. Calling, he's Hobbs calling Shaw, the Fast and Furious thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like, gotcha, gotcha, like gotcha. I'm the universe of Fast and Furious. I just want her to stick around. She was also she plays again, I said this already, basically the exact same character in Mission Impossible Fallout. And um, probably not the same character in Vikings. Well she's actually not in Vikings. Oh she's I, in The Crown. Yes. Probably not the same character. Probably there. not. No. <laughs> um, but she's just good at this, like being cool. Yeah, I thought so too. I really liked her. Every time she was on screen, yeah. I was like, yeah, I can do this. It was great. Yeah. Tangentially related to that then, I'm going to go ahead and super dump on how much time we spend at Objectification Station in 2019. Well, I, this any felt t- like one of the least, all. which is not I feel saying like it much. Was, it's one of the least, but we spent any time at all there. My, like... In the beginning, the like the, the nightclub scene, scene. Yeah. full of rough. The That's typ- not great. Typical Fast and Furious zoom in on a butt. Yeah, <laughs> a butt. Uh, a butt. Later on, uh, is Isaac Isa? Gonzalez. Isaac Gonzalez is just wearing a Wii Sports an, top. He, she's an espionage lingerie yeah. model. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you know those the normal ones. <laughs> They've come there to purchase Victoria's Secret guns. Oh Ooh, gosh, there it is. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Do you feel that way about Bond stuff? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, this might not make the cut, but I do have a legitimate question. So anytime a woman looks real pretty, is that objectification in a movie? No, it's not. I think it's whenever we get a zoom in on a butt and then... Yeah, I, I do think that's different. Yeah. So okay. t- to me, the difference is like, is that the character's defining trait? Sure. Yeah, Isaac Gonzalez's defining trait is how little clothing she's wearing. Okay. She did nothing else in this movie yeah. besides provide them with besides a Besides walk around with all her stuff hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very grandmother way of saying that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. And I realized that we we are treating Objectification Station with a little bit of a double standard after we just finished a couple of weeks ago talking about how much we love Ryan Reynolds' abs. Right. And a few minutes ago saying we needed more shirtless Idris Elba. And Iron Jungle. Right, exactly. I, 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 think, I think there's a dehumanizing element. Sure. I feel like yeah. the difference is the respect that the... The sh- the camera treats the character with. Does that make any sense? Absolutely. Yeah. It's we just, don't shoot it like it's a we don't shoot it like it's a meat market. You know what right. I mean? When I these that. guys have their shirts it's just off. Different. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is a huge double standard and we're wrong. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I I, I think that um, something that's interesting about this movie is how many different locations are in it. Yeah. I They're mean, really we're in like fifty different places. And I they kept that same vibe of like the somehow feels dated font to show you yeah. like the fancy font to show you where we are now yeah. kind of thing. This is an ugly movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Define how you mean ugly movie. Not, it's pretty to experience. I would never, I would never get a screen capture from this movie and be like, what a great shot. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. What a great computer background now. I mean, right. I, yeah. I might, I might tattoo with permanent ink on my body the rock lassoing a helicopter, though. Like, don't talk I about that. Have... Don't talk about that yet. Okay. <laughs> I've got something to say about that. Okay, 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 okay. And by the way, speaking of different locations that we go to throughout this movie, there's a location I'd like to take us to right now. <gasps> and it's the place beyond the Shout Announcements. Welcome to Shout Announcements, part of the show, where we read shoutouts and make announcements. We read shoutouts. I said the wrong word. <laughs> Sue me. <laughs> I'm going to give a big shout out to Tyler Station. It's where we are. 
Yep, thanks. It's where we do stuff. We want to give a shout out to Crumb and Kettle. Sipping on your cold brew. Delicious. Your breakfast taco gave me life today. Also want to give a shout out to podbean.com mm. because we pay you money. We put stuff on you. Pod- podbean.com. Dot com. Dot com. And last, huge, huge shout out because it's Fast and Furious to Jesse Iwuji. Yeah. And not only because it's Fast and Furious, but because... Our favorite boy is blowing up right now. My man right is now. killing it I'm right not, now. I'm honestly not surprised. I'm For seeing real. him everywhere, and I think it's because, well, A, I follow him on everything I have. That, that's fair. But I think he's just that cool. Yeah. He's that cool, and he is. he does a lot. I mean, he's in the sports world. Yeah. He's in military. He's philanthropic. He's like yeah. doing all sorts of stuff. The two big things he did, he did his first commentary on a race like a couple, like a month ago yeah. or yeah. so. And then like last week he was on a game show on ABC. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. To tell he's the truth. healing it. He's yeah. just, he's so nice and he's so cool and we're big fans. Yep. Love it. I want to give some special shout outs to people who have left us reviews on iTunes. These Yay. are iTunes users, Just Carber, S Hackett1295, Daddy underscore Swag, <laughs> And Bow Body Business. Bow Body, Body Business. Business. That's an office reference. Thank you all so much for leaving us reviews on iTunes. That's going to help us reach our goal. Yeah, that's yes. huge. And on that goal too, I mean, we we really are um, so thankful. It's funny because our goal is 200 reviews. And so there's every now and then it'll be like, oh man, we're not quite there yet. But then I focus on the fact that we have 168 right now. Oh my now. gosh. Yeah. And that really kind of blows my mind because we crazy. feel like a young podcast. I think oh, what's yeah. interesting is we've been friends for so long that it doesn't feel like, the, and and this yeah. is honestly what our conversations looked like most of the time. We're yes. just recording them now. Absolutely. Um, but two chunks, this part of our friendship has really not been around that long. And there's been 168 reviews, That's which means crazy. like in two years, we were getting more than a review per week, right? Yeah. yeah. At least every seven days, someone wow. was like, I thoughtfully think that this is a good thing to do. That, that is means nuts. the and world. And so if you would continue to do that, that means a lot to us. And we do have uh, two full months left. Like, so two and a half months, which is about 70 days to get 32 more reviews. And if we just go at the pace we've been at for two years, that shouldn't be too hard. But regardless, we would love for you to do that. We would love for you to subscribe as per usual. Mm-hmm. Um, but those reviews are huge right now on iTunes. Yeah, so please. if yes. you want to like DM us or something on how to do that, because iTunes has done some interesting things to where they took away, like iTunes is on its way out and now it's just podcasts. Yeah, it's confusing. And a lot of, I have friends like me that don't have an iPhone. Yeah. And so uh, what's funny is you probably have something that's Apple owned in your house and you can use any of those things, like a MacBook. You just go to their website too. Or just go to their website and sign in because I bet you have an Apple account. We'll see if we can link that on our website too. That would be a a good use of our website. Yeah, I think that would be really helpful. Um, And then also, uh, those of you that we called them Chunk Ambassadors. We did. I believe. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know who you are. I the mean, there's, dedicated listeners. There's the dedicated listeners. There's some specific people too. Uh, so for me personally, I would say Maggie. Maggie has been a Chunk Ambassador for us and I appreciate how much that um, she has shown that she's like sharing that. We would love for you guys to do that. I mean, yeah. um, for the sake of our podcast, um, and that's something that I always enjoy doing too, uh, like Crumb and Kettle. Like that, the fact that we even... Like bring that up is this is just people that took care of us and we're like I would love to for what it's worth to that I I, I would also like to find out if anybody's gone to Chrome and Kettle because they heard about it on our podcast yeah that'd be awesome um, but sharing really is one of the most valuable things that you can do yes we're trying to help an algorithm that gets us more people that randomly find us online but honestly the power of you guys sharing like in the Disney Dozen series when we had a ton of people legitimately campaign and share about us we had massive percentages of increase on downloads. Yeah. And that's really all it takes. I'm not asking you to spend more of m- more of the time outside of like, because Maggie's like a mom and a wife, but she still is just kind of like, this is a cool thing. If it gets brought up yeah, and someone's talking about a movie that I know these guys have reviewed, I would say, why don't you check this out? Because we're in a podcast culture right now. Please share. So Maggie is one of those to me. Yeah. If I was going to shout out a specific person, I would definitely want to give one to Sheldon. I feel like he is constantly giving feedback in cool ways. He kind of feels and like an OG He does. Junkie, doesn't he? And something that I love about Sheldon is he reached out to me and was like, I am literally watching Fast and Furious because of the podcast. Like it's We time. talked about that's some of our yeah. favorite that's, feedback. That's, that's my number one favorite thing that could happen because of this podcast. Yeah. 
That is so cool. For sure. And so, um, yeah, Sheldon, and I feel like there's just so many people that, like, you know who you are. Yeah. Like, like you are vital to this, and we we really do need, we're coming to you humbly. Like, we need your help sharing this. Yeah. I don't have anything to add to that. I just want to personally shout out Daniel, who I know recently saw his whole family and told all of them about our show. Yes. Which maybe. Maybe like old moms and dads and grandmas and stuff don't love it, but they might. Maybe <laughs> they the do. Shot. Also, Maybe they do. if they subscribe, their phones are bigger than what NASA put ships on the moon with. That's true. So. And it has plenty of data that they can just be like, cool, I'll subscribe and forget about it. That yeah. helps us too. It does. it does. So if you can do that. I mean, I took, and most of my family listens to this show, but I last Christmas, when I had them all in the same room and I saw all those phones charging with their little <laughs> tails in the wall, I was just like, cool. Subscribe. Like I just, just went through. Around. Yep. Yep. And we were like, wow, these numbers are crazy. But um, yes, thank you guys so much. Great transition here. Someone else who's been quite a chunk bastard for us is Sheridan. Mm. And she did that in her classroom. It's true. And this has made me feel like I should be doing this more because I myself teach. I am a professor of communication. Why am I not communicating mm. to my sweet, sweet students? Because those who can't do teach. And those who can't teach, teach gym. Teach gym. Yep. Don't know that reference. This happens sometimes. It's not Office, right? No. It's okay. from a movie called School of Rock. Oh, <laughs> shame on me. What another good transition here. <laughs> Why did I laugh <laughs> like that? Transition. <laughs> a much better transition. Thanks, guys. Uh, when we were at Boy Time, we were at our uh, retreat. Company retreat, yeah. Keep we were like, what, what do we do next? Uh, a lot of the times, Summer of Love was appropriate because it was in the season of summer. Now we've got a season that we're going back to school, many of us. I still am in two aspects, as a student and as a teacher. And I'm going to tell everyone at my school about Two Chunks and a Hunk. Yeah. Yep. But we're going to do a back-to-school series that we are very excited about. We have four very different movies, but there are a lot of fan-favorite movies that are set in high school. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because high school is a place... Where drama starts to come to light a little bit, doesn't it? We start to kind of figure out some things about the way life works. Yeah. <laughs> and there's some funny spins on that. There's some dramatic spins on that. Uh, back to School starts next week. Next week. And that might be literal for some people some listening people, right yeah. now. And we're going to start with such a fun movie, School of Rock. Yeah. After School of Rock, we're going to take a little, a little dip into the John Hughes pool. Got to. You if you're, have, do if you're talking movies. about high school movies, school movies in general, got coming to. of age, it's got to be John Hughes. And so we are going for uh, what I believe is our collective favorite John Hughes movie, yep. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, man. Yes, sir. The story of a young renegade <laughs> carving his own path yes. and running might, through backyards. Who might be a hallucination by his friend Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. After we successfully save Ferris, we're going to all take a, a little hop right to the top of our desks and hit you with some Dead Poets Society. Yep. Which I have never seen. Which that's going to be fun. Which is crazy to me. Because Jordan has never seen. And then... Uh, Carter, what are we finishing with? We're finishing with... The big one. What I think a lot of people listening right now are hoping we're finishing with. We have to have Mean Girls in we here. We gotta Absolutely. have Mean Girls. We are reviewing... <laughs> we have a big rest of the year planned and we've already had a big year so far. Uh, mean Girls might be one of the top... Yeah, I'm very excited for that one. ...on here. Just because... Yeah, I mean, we're not going to give away our opinions right now, but it's going to end that series. And we're very excited for that. So we will be uh, spending some time with the plastics there at the... We will. If there's one piece of advice I could give you, it would be get in, loser. We're going podcasting. Very yes. good. I love it. Very good. So and speaking of that. going podcasting, hop in my car as I flip the switch for the downhill juice and race us right on back to the show. We're back. Hop out. Let's jump back in to the show. Hop out. Hop out. Hop Let's out. jump back into the Shaw. Oh! <laughs> Very good. Amazing. So, the it, remainder of this movie is functionally, there's that word yeah, again. Yep. Set piece after set piece after set piece after set piece. 100%. Define, define set piece. Set piece, like, uh, so a set piece in a movie is like an action moment or a a spectacle, something that had to be put together and executed yep. for us to watch. And are the origins of that is like on stage when they would change set, right? right? Yeah. And, and from that, we get the word like setting. Right. Yes, sir. And with cool. all the different settings that we have in this movie, there's a, a set piece at almost all of them. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, and so the structure of this feels very video gamey. It is. Like, here's your new environment. This is like your next I mean, couple levels. I mean, it's Grand Theft Auto. The and then last you get to the fight end of it. feels like a final boss. It really does. Where they, yeah. where they realize, spoilers, where they realize <laughs> that their key to beating the final boss is working together as friends. We'll get there. Guys. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this movie. We'll get there. Okay, so I've got, this is a, a deep community reference for those of you who have seen Community. This movie is Britta's carny boyfriend, Blaze. And what I mean by yeah, that, I think you're right. Blaze in the show, Blaze is a character who, spoilers for that one particular episode of Community, I guess, is a character who has had brain damage to the part of his brain that enables him to feel shame. <laughs> and so he is powerfully lame. He's not cool at all. He works at a carnival. His name is Blaze. He says whatever he thinks and feels. Won't change how mustard tastes. And yet he is the coolest person. And and the main character, Jeff, just wants to be around him and wants to be to be his friend. He wants him to like him so badly. And that's, I think that's Hobbs and Shaw. Like, I feel like in the creation process, their mantra was no idea is a bad idea. Nothing's too over the top. And this movie is so unapologetic about being what it is that yeah. I can't help but want to love it so much. Yeah. Because it's, it's. I mean, spoilers, it's not a good movie. No, this was such a fun theater though. Right. The vibe in this theater when we're watching this felt like a bunch of people that were there for the same thing that we were there for. It feels like collectively. I think think the guy next to me was not. Oh, really? And that made me so uncomfortable when I laughed at all the muscles and stunts. And he, I I feel like the whole time he was just like, this dude next to me doesn't understand that this is really all about family the whole time. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. I see that. But much like a video game with all the different settings and the different levels of the game, there is these there are these encounters yeah. that we keep having um through London with the transforming motorcycle pet. Um that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Can't get enough of that. I mean, I'm yeah, not, for I'm not gonna forget that. For real. It's all good stuff. Um Hattie's recurring trick of the is this your first day was pretty funny to me. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That was really good. That was a that was a, a pretty good go-to move. Yeah. Um, but I want to make sure that we have enough time to spend uh on Samoa. And so let's let's keep <laughs> okay. moving through some some of this other yeah, stuff sure. real quick. Uh I'll super I'm gonna super dump between now and then. Um I was over the I, this this kind of movie it's tough to say what it needs because it doesn't follow any kind of rules, what it doesn't need is any more pop culture references. Yeah. The Game of Thrones stuff was really rough. <sighs> so shoehorned. Yeah. So Too shoehorned. Much. And they didn't need to do it. That's why I was like, do you really, like you're better than, like like if I was to tell one of my friends, like you're awesome. What makes you not have confidence? Like what makes you do these like cheap tricks to make people right. like you? know you. you don't need to do this, right? You're genuinely like, yeah. great. Please stop doing this to yourself. Right. If you're going to do a pop culture reference, have The Rock mention Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds quickly glance at the camera and then back. Yeah. Yes, because we get that and then we get like The Rock doing the people's eyebrow. Like, I like that. Is, that. That is his wrestler thing. Yeah. Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? Yeah, that felt a little I weird. Was, I was honestly fine with the Italian job reference with the Mini Coop. Yeah, I think that was great. That too. Jason yes. Statham has. That's yeah. great. That's, That's fine. Feels they more just tasteful. winked at it. That's all it was. That's all you need. But Agreed. the other stuff was too blatant. The, the, I physically cringed at You Know Nothing, Jon Snow, because it, like, it didn't even work No, it was there. way out of place. And the implication is that his 10-year-old daughter watches Game of Thrones, which oh is a pretty gosh, intense show. A big bad thing. Like yeah. with her dad. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty intense show for a it kid It is pretty intense young. for 10. I mean, whatever. Pretty intense for 10, yeah. But uh, we end up on this plane after all these things in London and all this crazy stuff goes down, and we end up on a plane covering up our identities. I thought that was all very fun and very silly. Funny. For the first time in my life, I want more Kevin Hart in this movie. That's what I was going to say. I, so I th- love Kevin Hart. There was a point where I was like, I think their banter is going to be too much. And then it never was. Between Jason Statham and The Rock. Right. Just and talking trash to I each other. I think it is because we kept interjecting new people for them to play off of. And one of those people was Kevin Hart. And that scene in the airplane was so long. And I still wanted more of yes, it. Yes, it was so good. I mean, it was like 10 minutes. He's an yeah. air marshal. Yeah. And it was a, so funny. A tiny air marshal. Comparing himself to these other two, he was like, men. he was like, so all three good. of us, we're all three big guys. We're, yeah. we're big guys right here. It's I so love good. It. It's very so, so funny. Um, can we get to the secret lab? The secret. Oh yeah, we need the secret lab. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love the secret uh, lab. It's I, so fun, man. And I've got a pump on the villain, like the idea of this villain, and and collectively villain, right? The the voice, it's like the, the director. Uh, oh my gosh, what is in Marvel? 
Hydra. It's like right. that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. They've infiltrated everything. They're Love in control it. of everything. Love it. It's really cool. Yeah, how they're in control of the news and all that stuff. That's great. Like all the techie stuff, I mean, there's some techie stuff that was ridiculous, but I I like how much it was not, hey, by the way, Ludacris can run the world. Yeah, that's true. I'm glad it was not as much like that. Yeah, this felt, that's usually one of the harder things for me to just be wait like, Wait a what? second. I've just blown the lid off of all of this. <laughs> they're referencing Game of Thrones, right? Yes. Right. Missende is in the Fast and Furious franchise. So, oh, yeah, she is. So are they just watching being like, hey, that looks a lot like our good hacker friend, Ramsey. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Literally unwatchable. God has forsaken us. <laughs> <laughs> because she's in the universe. <laughs> oh, very good. That's funny. That's funny. We get to the Etion headquarters and we get a very long drawn out punch scene through these two hallways. That's funny. It's very it's good. Very fun. Oh, I'm down. I uh, laughed a lot. I want to I want to give a big dump on the interrogation scene when they're chained to the chairs. Oh, yeah. The geography of that is completely unknowable because of the way that that is cut. Right. Yeah, it so is when strange. you're when you're shooting, there's something called the 180 rule and you don't break the 180 rule. So right now, as I'm looking at the table, Carter's on my right and Jordan's on my left. On my left. I'm not going to cut from this shot to the complete reverse angle where Carter is on my left and Jordan is on my right because that confuses the viewer. You have to draw an imaginary half circle around your action and stage your shots within that half circle. Yeah. And so if I'm looking over Carter's left shoulder at Jordan, I have to look over Jordan's right shoulder at Carter. Otherwise, the geography is going to be very confusing for the viewer. And the 180 rule is completely trampled in this scene. And so I have no idea where anybody's standing or sitting. I think there's a lot of rules yeah. trampled in this scene. I think so too. Um, I mean, I think we know that anyone who fights in this movie, like if I know your name, you're invulnerable. Yeah. Um, so uh, whatever. Yeah, you can get electrocuted. You're not supposed to survive. That's fine with me. To, for car batteries and chains and a cable around your neck. Yeah. That's fine. You're fine. Because yeah. nobody what dies. What were those chains doing? It looked like they were just laid I on I think they're them. conducting electricity uh, through all yeah, that. Yeah, that might be it. Uh-huh. To their arms. Because they're metal. And, yep. It's just a cool it way to do it. The Rock was like, this is what I do on Tuesdays when I work out. This could be it. <laughs> I usually wear it like this and just walk Dude, around I mean, all Tuesday's day for chain 24. Day. Tuesday's chain, chain day. day. Happy chain day. Um, but Only also, to the chain. like, what's the, what's the email memo that's like, okay, guys, Time for execution. Everybody downstairs. Like, why is everybody there? <laughs> come on, come on. The craziest thing is the email memo that went out months before that. Like, hey guys, we're switching your guns to cloud-based authentication. Yeah, yeah. that's a dumb. Better for hope you sure. got good LTE everywhere. Well, th- that whole thing was only to make sure that the like Maori weapons at the end made uh-huh. sense. Yep. Hey, real quick, and it was enough for me. Yeah, it's fine, but it's still a dumb. I don't care. That's fine. <laughs> um, speaking of weird email messages that must have gone out to people during this movie. Um, was there also one to the production team outside of the world that said, hey, we're going to keep doing these really dumb named bits, the Mick Jagger and the like, none of those things yeah. really were compelling in I any don't way to me. I dump on it. I think they should have do done dump on it. three. They should have done three. Why two they feels do weird. Two? The Mick Jagger is funny. Like, yeah. That's a funny idea for like somebody get in there and make all the distraction while the real people make the noise. Right. Make the music, yeah. And then while we're on this topic too, so you've got an MI6... Lady, so Hattie. Right. Let's take her. Let's take the necklace off that has a clear, like pin. Are you talking about taking her into custody? Yeah. Let's go ahead and take the, the let's, necklace. Let's off. take off the thing that can yeah. clearly pick a lock. Like it looks like a key. Yeah. Why would yeah. you have her wearing that? Yeah. So it, it it ended up not being my my super dump, but one of my super dumps was going to be that like there are no stakes in this movie and that there's no logic to what anybody is doing. <laughs> sure. And then I was like, well, but what movie is it? And The so, Rock's got a couple of big beefy stakes on his chest. It's true. It's 100%. But yeah, true. it was just like, at no point did I think that anything would happen. Right. You yeah, know? absolutely. Like, I was like, eh, it's going to be fine. My belief, is, my belief is suspended to a damaging degree, I think. Right. My disbelief is suspended. Yeah. Right. Well, and we've, we've talked about it before when you go this big with the threat, it's, hard to believe that it will be pulled off because it would completely tank the in-movie universe. Unless you pull a Thanos. Sure. Yeah. Right. right. And now, I mean, it's anyone can, anyone dead can maybe not be dead anymore. Right. So, so let's get let's to so. Samoa. Yeah? Yes, please. We, oh, well, first Samoa. of all, we get a wild car chase. Oh, wait. At Yeah, that was lab. fantastic. Oh my gosh, that was incredible. That was good. I leaned over to Adam and when they showed the factory that is above Etienne, above yeah. the lair, yeah. I was like, please blow all of this up. Like when I saw that, yeah. I was like, 
please blow all of this up. And well, they delivered. And they like roller coastered it with a dune buggy, which was pretty oh, great. Oh my gosh. And wow. Oh, by the way, the the uh carpet motorcycle can drive on anything. Yeah. Walls. Yeah, that's correct. Yep. I can like jumps. Would it have been out of place? This is fine. Let's try and push this a little bit. Would it have been out of place if at one point Brixton just gives his motorcycle a treat? Yeah, it would have been. Just puts his hand out and the motorcycle or like eats from it. his hand. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> right? I don't think at all. <laughs> what is, what is ridiculous for this franchise anymore? I would have bought it. That's what makes it so good. So, I was just trying to think if Brixton, like, try to break this movie. Brixton punches in a wall and climbs up the wall like Spider-Man. Does it break <gasps> the movie? Still fine. so cool. Brixton climbs on the ceiling like Spider-Man. Does it break the movie? No. I mean, Brixton he can do anything. Drops uh, down superhero landing. Break the movie? Like, no. you can't, like, oh. when you have that character, you can't break the movie. Yes. There's going to be, a, I'm, I'm going to stop after this because I can owe transition into a bunch of random things that happen that don't have to do with where we're trying to be in the podcast right, right. now. But when they are falling down a building, Dwayne the Rock Johnson oh, yeah. survives maybe 30-story fall <laughs> yeah. onto a car. And he's just fine. A 30-story fall onto a car. That's how he broke his arm before he flexed the cast off. That, this was even taller, though. They He's falling the whole time. These things don't make sense. You cannot just grab a cable and stop right there immediately and your arms stay on your body. Or your hands not just burn a hole through the middle from friction. It's truly, truly, unknowably wild. It really is. No, I'm glad you brought that up. Love That's it. great. Anyways. So we finished this and we uh, the machine that's supposed to take the virus out of Hattie breaks. So we got to go to Samoa because... Because uh, that's where you... Hobbs's brother, brother. makes... That dude's a wrestler, right? Science. No, the One of big his- dude that fights with him is a wrestler. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so we end up in... That's The Rock's actual cousin, is it not? Yeah, Roman Reigns. Yeah. Wait, are they actually cousins? Yes. The big, the other big wrestler guy, yes. yes. They're cousins. No way. Yeah. That's uh-huh. cool. Yeah, yeah. So um, we end up here and we meet his family. I'm going to take a, a quick second before we jump into how wild this all gets. I'm going to super dump here. Okay. Not on his family necessarily because I think a lot of them were great. Yeah. This movie lacks the heart of the Fast and Furious franchise to me. Ooh. I agree completely. Um, the thing that makes Fast and Furious... Just like they tried, though, doesn't it? It does. The Shaw relationship. It does. But the Fast, there's something there's something mm. pathetically earnest about the Fast and Furious franchise. Which is maybe Vin Diesel. I think it's Vin. I think it's... I think, I it's think it really is Vin. I think it's the love everybody has for making them. And yeah. like you can tell that they really want to be in the movies together. Well, and I think it's and, the fact that they got so upset about not being in this one. Right. Yeah. Like, and I, that is the, that well, is the bleeding that, heart of and Fast it, and Furious. And it's, you know, Paul, we're all tied to like, we lost a friend. Like there's so much Something, heart in Fast and Furious that appears about midway through the series Yeah, that all of a sudden it's like, I want the movie to succeed and I want it yeah. to do good. Yeah. And like, I enjoyed this movie, but it, it's just missing that like beating heart that it's a little hollow. The, yeah. Is it because yeah. I feel sorry for Vin Diesel? Like uh, it's like, <laughs> man, this poor babe, grown baby. It's like, like of mice and you Vin. You take that good oh movie franchise. <laughs> of mice and Vin. Of mice and Vin. That's really how it feels. That's the ever said on our podcast. <laughs> wow. Because it's like, oh, this man. poor guy. I want to pet the wabbit. <laughs> yeah. just, just let him have it. But the, oh. the wabbit's Winnie. I want to pet the wabbit's Winnie. <laughs> oh Weddy. Weddy. <laughs> There's, there's, oh, it's so good. Yeah. Oh yes. my gosh, I love that. No, but yeah, I, it, it was, it was a fun action movie, which is all I really needed it to be. But it, it didn't have that, that spicy family heart aftertaste right. that the Fast and Furious movies have. <laughs> heart aftertaste. I'm just thinking Temple of Doom. Yeah. Yeah. It just had a different mouth feel. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. Uh, but we're here in Samoa. We're here in Samoa, where guns don't exist, but love does. Right. And uh, we we build some science, but forget that because it's all about what's about to go down. Yeah, and what is about to go down? It's just so convenient that the person he's trying to connect to. We take a we take a three minute almost pause here for essentially a music video Uh, of a chop shop on Samoa. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like Hobbs Hobbs chop shop. It's just a music video. Yep. Hobbs Customs. This they are they're fortifying this Samoan hilltop. Like it's the last battle of a war. Yeah, this is like they're discussing like we'll deploy our troops here, and it's the wildest thing in the whole world. And there's these landmines. dudes were so down before they knew the opposition. Yeah, had, didn't, like, could not possibly have guns. Yeah, like we can. Oh, we can turn their guns off. Doesn't matter. We could have done it anyways. Yeah, no, you I couldn't. believe what? that though. 
I believe that they could have somehow. So basically, <sighs> Mama Mama threw away all of the guns. Uh-huh. Which did you notice? She's the only female Samoan that exists on that island. <laughs> no, I didn't actually think about that. <laughs> yeah, she's the last one. Is she all of their mom? She is last of her kind. <laughs> she's like the queen bee. She's this Mother is, Earth. This is this is the beehive that the Rock was born in. <laughs> Oh, it's very fun. Uh, You've never noticed, but he's been saying the Beeple's eyebrow this whole time. Oh my gosh. Oh, Love it. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? It's honey. It's honey. With, it's just honey. With it's pollen. honey. It's only honey. Pollen from his butt. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> we get the battle. I mean, Brixton shows up. We get some bad color grading to make it look like early morning for hey, the first half of this. it went from dead of night to morning in... We have a timer running during this movie. Nine, Nine minutes. minutes. And then when the when the fight ends, it's night again. Oh, yeah. Because they fought for the whole entire day. Except for that we watched it in real time. Take 30 minutes. Because they, they set that timer. Where is Samoa on the globe? Is it by Alaska? No. Because that could <laughs> be why. They set that 30-minute that timer. Hit yes. Start the fight, dead of night. Like, like, and the timer does tick. <laughs> timer does tick in real time, right? And it is, but they the do dead plan. They do plan. We're gonna do it right before dawn. That's, they, they do say we're gonna start right before dawn because it's when the enemy is most tired. That because, is fine because these, that's common knowledge. These bald boys are generals now. Because if you are a warrior, you are not a morning person. No, that is for dang sure. All You're of this so is sleepy. fine, but. Trenches with dead of night to rockets. full mid afternoon sun in w- nine minutes. It will be impossible to even to even describe every detail of what happens during this moment. But it's also there's can only we, a couple things that need to be talked about. Can we go to my super pump? Go. Is it the helicopter? It's when the cars make a barrel of monkeys off the cliff <laughs> and they hook onto each other's bumpers. And Dwayne the Rock Johnson, the so winch that's things. holding the helicopter to his car. It comes untangled, and he holds a chain he with one America's, hand. A gold chain, my a friend. A gold chain with one hand. He doesn't skip chain day, and then he holds onto the tow truck and puts the helicopter back on the winch. That is phenomenal. Yeah. It's the greatest thing I have ever Why seen in my I life. Why was I equally impressed with the fact that Roman Reigns threw two hooks on a moving car to right. connect perfectly to another car? Uh, one guy did it by just breaking the right way. Yes. Oh, well, because— that's what he was best at. Right. Um, Roman Reigns, there's one scene where Roman Reigns and Dwayne The Rock Johnson each throw like a throwing club or something in... It's pretty sweet. Synchronous. Uh, so what happens is one of the first times they did that, they're actually throwing props, but it's like not a legitimate weapon, but it is a heavy prop. Hits a cameraman in the face. Roman Reigns throws that thing and hits a cameraman in the face and breaks his nose and like... Teeth in his mouth. Oh my gosh. Wow. On set. Wow. Wow. So crazy. Follow Dwayne the Rock Johnson and you'll see that too. whole scene. Yeah. They're both huge. They're both huge. But thought I'd throw that in there too. But he's just in here. He does his actual wrestling moves. This is nothing new. Yeah. Like these kinds the of movies are doing this for, for a long time. We're probably going to get John Cena's wrestling move in Fast and Furious 9. Love it. Big fan. So is he confirmed? Yes. He's oh, in it. Oh, baby, please. Yeah, John Cena is in it. So the helicopter, the trucks, I mean, it's all... We could describe it frame by frame, but really just watch the movie. It's bananas. There's just rockets coming out of the ground to where it's like, but did you know that those rockets would not kill Hattie? Maybe. That's my thing. Because I guess nobody dies, but then really. We, we tumble down this ravine into the bottom of a waterfall for our, like, functionally third setting. I cannot stop saying the word functionally today. Hey, it's That's all right. Okay. You got it. That's we've okay. got, stuck our, on it we've got our final boss fight. We do. It really is like a video game. It's 100% a quick time and event in a video game. The final <laughs> the final weapon that we find, the, the one that defeats the darkness, is friendship. <laughs> the real Hobbs and Shaw have been inside <sighs> us the whole time. They are literally, it is, it is basically Emperor's New Groove. They yep. are realizing now, wait. We're better as a team. We're better as a team. It's a big one and a little one. <laughs> and they're it's like, a good thing you're not a big fat guy. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, I, I dump on that, but it was whatever. It was bad and dumb, but I'm The fine odd with couple it. is, it is what the this pinnacle of this movie to me because it's like, I hate it so much and I love it so much. I'll tell you what I could have for uh, maybe an infinite amount of time uh, watching them exchange blows in slow motion. Yeah. It's very cool. I needed more actually. 
The Rock gets hit, but that's okay because Statham does elbow to the face. The Rock headbutts Idris. That was elbow. pretty good. And it comes <sighs> through the subs. It does. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> but they defeat him and then they don't kill him, which seems yeah, like well, a Statham mistake. feels bad. He's somehow he's getting a heart or something because he's not going to kill him again. Right. I he's, would. He's the one who killed him the first time. Statham doesn't kill anybody in cold blood. Can't do it twice, especially though. not Han. Definitely not twice. I'm still so mad about that. The Alamo Draft House pre thing was dead on the money. I don't know why we're just forgiving him for killing Han. Fast and Furious 9 producers keep saying we're going to get more info about Han. I think they're going to Do use, they really? Yeah, I think they're going to use this tech to resurrect Han. Please, in, please, in please, 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 Furious, please, please. it's called. I need it. I need Han back. So I think he's the, I think he's the big bad. I think he's the voice. I, I really think uh, Ryan Reynolds I think is Ryan the voice. Reynolds is the voice. Hmm. We'll find out. But the movie kind of just ends. Yeah. The There's a post-credit scene and then another post-credit scene. And then none of the post credit scenes are anything. Well, they so don't Brixton matter at all. Dies. He is shut down. Yes, by Etienne, whoever they. I can't remember the name that they gave for the the director, the, the, director. the ancient yeah. one, or something. <laughs> ancient, yes, the all knowing, all seeing helicopter. Oh yes. my gosh, yes. But then, it, I mean, it does end abruptly. Um, there were lines though. What was the line that Dwayne Johnson's got cut almost? Do you remember that? We were talking about oh how my abrupt God. that was. Yes. He's like in the middle of saying the last word of the line and then it's like, <laughs> <laughs> back to family. Like, yes. So good. Oh, oh man. Oh, it was very funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The editing on this movie was pretty sloppy, I feel. Yeah. It, I mean, it is It is not a good piece of art. No. Like it's not a good movie, but it's so but much But man, fun. it was fun. <laughs> yeah. Which is all it needs to be, I think. Exactly. Um, should we rate this movie? Let's, Let's rate and review. Rate and review? Do we want to start over? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Let's subscribe to this movie. We here at Two Chunks and a Hunk have used science, the same thing that brought Brixton back to life. Wow, that was tough to say. The same thing that brought Brixton back to life. We've created the scientific cinema scale, which is the perfect way to rate movies. Perfect. And it is as follows. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it. Buy, buy that, that poster. poster. The next best thing we could say, that's buy it. Followed by rent it and then stream it. After that is forget it and last. But certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God, God hath forsaken, forsaken us. So who'd like to go first? I will. I do believe it's so tough. It's tough here. It is. But the, the best thing is it's my opinion. <laughs> right. Um, it's going to be a rent. Okay. Though I am very excited for the future of Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, this was not my favorite Fast and the Furious movie. It did give me moments that... I will maybe never forget. <laughs> um, but I thought it was good. I really thought I had I had no <laughs> I had no doubts that uh The Rock and Jason Statham could carry a movie oh my without gosh, Vin yeah. Diesel. No doubts there. Um but yeah, I don't know. It it left me wanting, but then it was hard to define what I wanted. And that's the kind of movie that it okay. was. Um, and as you guys said too, and I realized it more and more that it 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 was kind of sloppy. Not that any of these are just <laughs> no, nothing Precision here is a manifest. bastion of editing skill. Right. But um, it's a rent for me, but I, I really loved it. Um, and Brixton was, I am I hope he comes back. I hope he comes out of All the ocean. All you got to do is turn him back on. I would love that. I'm going to give this one a stream it simply because if you have a pulse, you have to see this movie. <laughs> it's it's just the craziest thing. Like it's, it's the same energy as John Wick if John Wick was Absolutely buckwild bananas. It's, it's, I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to give this movie a, uh, a rent it as well um, for a couple reasons. I really enjoyed watching it. Mm-hmm. I do feel like it lacks the heart of the Fast and Furious franchise, but it made me want to rewatch them for the first time ever. <laughs> yeah. Like talking about Whoa. it now, it's like, I want to go back and start at four and see my crew and be with my family a little bit. Yeah. Oh! I didn't think I Whoa. could ever feel this way. Yep. But I do. And it made me miss Vin Diesel, which is not something I'm used to. Right. However, this movie was a blast yeah. to watch. Yeah. I mean, just for the spectacle alone, it is worth watching. So that yes. I'm, I'm landing firmly on a rent. Speaking of being with your family, it it probably would be interesting to you if you've liked this episode to go back and listen to our The Fastest and the Furiousest sure. series yeah. from last year. Uh, of which we'll we'll probably slot this in toward the end of that one on the website for categorizing it. But that is a series that we very much started out 
not being at all interested in these movies. And no. by the end of it, Jordan's exactly right. We want to be with our family. Well, we do. That's why it's we're crazy. even reviewing this movie now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's up in. there with like MCU of like, anytime these movies come out, we're we will in. review them. We're doing yes, it. Absolutely. So. so make sure that you tune in next week for the start of our Back to School series where we will be starting things off with School of Rock. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. going to be oh, man. so fun. So very fun. And don't forget to share it around and review us if and you don't mind. And last, to end today's episode, I'd like for us each to say our name and name a Hobbs and Shaw character and what school club they would have been in. For Two Chunks and a Hunk, I'm Jordan Wonders, and if Brixton went to my high school, he would have been in the robotics club. I'm Doge, and I think Dwayne The Rock Johnson would be captain of sports club. You hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Captain of the sports club. Sports club, and they have all the cool sports team shirts and sports team shoes they all wear together and run around. There's something about Hattie Mm -hmm. that makes me feel like she's on the esports team. Oh, yeah, she's gaming. There's something about Hattie that makes me feel like she's a gamer. Mm, I feel that. And I could see her with that headset on. She feels Fortnite-y. Smash Bros, maybe. But I think she'd be really good. What Smash Bros character do you think she would play? Snake? Bayonetta. She feels like a bayonetta. She feels like a bayonetta to me. Same. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.